to Success Beneath the Surface, hosted by Deborah Fell, Managing Partner at Chief Outsiders. Deborah provides insights specifically for CEOs from growth-oriented companies. Thank you, Susan. Today, my guest is Deborah Overtaput. She's a fractional chief marketing officer for Chief Outsiders as well. So I was walking my German shepherd dog, Iceland, the other day. And the goal of the walk was to have a nice, relaxing morning walk. 6.30 in the morning, nobody out, just a nice, relaxing walk. Unfortunately, Iceland had a different idea. She was not aligned with this plan, especially after she saw a squirrel. And she just started taking off after that squirrel. Fortunately, I had the leash on her and I could get her back in alignment with me. And we finished and had a lovely walk. Unfortunately, getting alignment with humans is not nearly as easy, would you agree? <laughs> I definitely agree with that, Deborah. yes. And in thinking about sales and marketing, to kind of make a fast, if not weird, segue here, with sales and marketing, there is often a lack of alignment. It's as if each one is operating in a completely different silo, not working together, when we know a big critical aspect is how sales and marketing works together. Can you share your perspective on that and, and some of what you've seen? Yeah, it's really something I've seen throughout my career. And it kind of shocks me, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. You know, I think marketing tends to get into their own world of where they want to go in terms of the messaging and the strategy and the brand without the thought of how that's impacting the sales when they're going to market and sitting in front of a client. And sales thinks of marketing as someone that's just going to help them drive opportunities but at the same time, they sometimes just want a tchotchke. And so they both have a different perspective on the challenges and the goals that they have between each other. And therefore the alignment stops. So I find that when they're on the same page, when they understand the challenges on each side, what the brand needs to do and what the sales team needs to do, there's more of a opportunity to drive success between the two of them. When they are completely separate and on their own mode, it becomes very challenging. And have you sort of seen the before and after of this? I mean, without naming names or naming clients or anything, have you seen it when it wasn't working well and, and what happened then and then where it got to a better place? Tell us a little case study. Yeah, I literally had a client that the head of marketing was doing his own thing and was doing something, not really messaging the company right, not positioning it right, and certainly not aligning with sales. And so the salespeople were trying to have engaging conversations with their clients and it wasn't happening. The materials, the support, what the sales team needed to move the conversations forward and to move through the sales pipeline was just not there. Marketing was nowhere to be seen. And it went from everything from the website right down to a piece of collateral to everything in between. And I literally find that when you have that problem, in this case, exactly, sales struggles. They're not able to really get the revenue that they want or achieve the outcomes that the business is expecting. So what did you do? I mean, how did you get oh, them? Oh boy. So, you know, it went from, I literally sat alongside the sales leader for quite a while to really understand his challenges, what's really going on, how are the conversations with the client going on with your sales team? 
who are your specific targets and how are you really getting at them? So, you know, some of it is basic marketing, really understanding the ICP, your ideal client profile, not unusual, understanding the messaging that you need to bring to that client. But then it's also really supporting the sales, enabling them to have those conversations. What I mean by that is, what's the first piece of engagement that you want to have with sales? How does that happen? Where does that come in? Is it a conversation that comes through a, I decided I want more information from a website. I clicked a form. I did something. I downloaded something. I engaged in some way. So therefore I want to have a conversation with sales. Is it as simple as that, that marketing is helping to enable, or is it more complex in case of that? It could be, they done a lot of activity on the website. They're not yet ready to talk to the salesperson. So the salesperson has to find another way to get in there and talk to the client, maybe find some champions within the organization. In that case, are you looking at account-based marketing, right? To get more contacts within that particular account. Now you're using jargon. So we've used two pieces of jargon and I want to kind of roll you back <laughs> and have you, you know, have you explain what you mean. You use the term enablement right? and you just use the terms account-based marketing. Can you just walk through simple definitions? Sure. sure. So for me, enablement is... What are the tools and tips does a salesperson needs to move something forward? Yeah. So normally marketing is great at pulling in things at the top of the pipeline. But once it gets into the pipeline, how do you actually move it forward to a sale? That's to me, sales enablement. It could be anything from case studies to total cost of ownership analysis, return on investment analysis. So it's kind of the tools and messages to draw and to, to draw the person through, yeah, right, yeah. through the buyer's Sherpa. journey. So what, it's so, the Sherpa. Right. It's really right. about understanding the buyer's journey yeah. and understanding how the salespeople engage along this buyer's journey and then determining what tools they need in order for them to progress that conversation. And it could be a bunch of things, right? It depends on the conversation. It depends on the client. It depends on the market. It depends on the business. Okay. All right. And then talk more about account-based marketing. Yeah. So for me, account-based marketing is about creating the awareness within the organization around your capabilities. So it's driving intent, but it's also driving awareness, right? So it's driving the awareness of the organization, bringing the brand forward in multiple touch points within the organization that you're trying to sell to. And it's also trying to build that intent trying to drive the person to make some kind of activity that shows that a conversation is going to happen. So between those two things, you're really looking at inside of one account. So you're picking one kind of client that you're looking to go after, mm -hmm. understanding all the buyer personas within that account, including your champions, and then going forward with them with direct conversations in some manner. When you're done really well and you have the conversations at all different levels, what happens is they actually come to you because they see the need, right? Or they see right. the opportunity to, wow, this company really gets me because they're not just talking to me. They're talking to my head of quality. They're talking to right. my head of product. They're talking to my CTO, my COO, whoever it is that would be in the decision-making process. And now it's time for a quick break. CEOs need help growing their companies, but don't always have the time or money to hire a full-time chief marketing officer, CMO, or chief sales officer, CSO, or both. Recruiting a quality full-time executive can take months, not to mention the ongoing cost. In these challenging times, 
CEOs need battle-tested growth executives who can help companies successfully navigate the uncertain waters. Partner with chief outsider CMOs and CSOs who will function as strategic operators to build and execute your growth engines. And we're back with Deborah and Gary. I'm still hearing as we talk this alignment between sales and marketing. Yes, especially in account-based marketing. You know, for one of my clients right now, we're actually going through the process of building that. They know exactly the five top clients that they want to go after. Exactly the five. They know exactly the people that they need to be speaking to, but they don't really know how to get in front of them. And so that's where marketing can help, where we can put together the email marketing campaigns or even traditional marketing campaigns to get the conversation going with that particular point of contact within that really well-defined client. Mm-hmm. So you're really taking marketing out of this atmospheric happening into a very targeted, accountable set of activities done in collaboration with sales. Now, everything we've talked about so far sounds like it will rely on trust, that the trust between the individuals in sales and marketing is really critical component of this. Oh, yes. I think a lot of time that is the biggest problem between sales and marketing is that there is this level of distrust, probably because sales is not getting what they need from marketing. Marketing is not getting what they need from sales. For example, marketing may create some campaigns, generates leads. Sales is not following up with them. Mm-hmm. Sales isn't following up with them because marketing is not really delivering them the leads that are really qualified in the way that they need to. They're not really understanding what the ideal client is mm-hmm. or what client is the type that would be made for it. So there's this level of distrust that gets between it. Mm-hmm. When you're working on an account-based marketing program, that distrust goes away because you're getting to being fine-tuning really who the ideal client profile is, who exactly you're going after, and then you can be very precise about it. Now, like I said, we're starting with like five or 10 with the current client. The idea is to move that up to 300 or more, but to test the process, to work through the process together with sales, to really understand how we're going to do the account-based marketing, we're starting with a very small subset. The -hmm. idea is to go large with it. And I think when you're going through identifying the small subset, the trust gets there, right? They start to see how marketing can help them and sales is really educating marketing on the challenges that they face in getting into an account. Right, yeah. So in the in the big, massive scheme of marketing, there may be very little accountability. And then marketing and sales goes to, let's say the executive committee meeting and all these big, broad leads have been rolled in. And then the CEO looks at the salesperson and say, why is your conversion so low? And then it gets into, well, the leads are not quality. And so it sounds like you're on a mission in some way to end that conversation. Yeah, I would say that that's exactly different. It's really about ending the conversation of basically finger pointing, right? Between sales right. and marketing. That's really not going to help the organization grow when you're starting to like not align on what exactly is a lead. Recently, one of my clients asked me, well, what's your definition of a marketing qualified lead, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it comes down to that. Like if you're not even on agreement on what that is. Point. Yeah, how do you even get agreement on what a sales qualified lead is, right? Yeah, really good point. So I I think that's a good mission. The CEOs that we run into, right, are wearing already a lot of hats. Yes. That hat of conflict management is certainly a hat that CEO wears, but we could get these two functions really working well together. 
that would be a bonus for accelerating the growth as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And for me, that's the best challenge, right? Let's yeah. try to figure out how to work together and be on the common, like, what is the common right. goal we're after and how do we go about approaching yeah. it? And we both have different roles, you yeah. know, I think marketing is more yeah. long-term, sales yeah. is more short-term. Yes. And I think that's where the, the disconnect sometimes happen because right. we're thinking, how do we drive things forward in the right. long term? And right. they're thinking, how do I get my quota, my quota for the quarter, right? You have to figure out how to work together to yeah. them to understand how the long term works and you to understand the short term challenges that they face yeah. to meet their quota. So I know we only have a few minutes left here, but I, I have to say I'm hearing <laughs> uh, things like process, logical, specificity analytics. So I'm kind of hearing a different sort of background coming out, a little engineering, a little technology, a little, can you tell us a little bit about your background and the journey, how you got from where you started to where you are now, and then we'll kind of wrap up here. Yeah, sure. So I started my career as an engineer. So hence the reason why process and technology and everything else works really well for me. Mm -hmm. um, I progressed into marketing basically through the product marketing arena. Mm -hmm. sales support product marketing and then I literally started to grow and learn a lot more about marketing and moved up the chain and so yes I tend to be more operational I definitely understand the strategic part of things but yeah. I also know how to operationalize the marketing world and I think of it as once you have your brand well defined it's about activating it and finding a way to get it to market mm -hmm. and that's where I really am very strong and that's why ABM sales enablement, yeah. go-to-market strategies, demand yeah. generation tend to be yeah. my strong point. Yeah. And of all the different things that you do in the marketing world, what do you love to do the most where you see the biggest impact? Oh, I personally love it when someone's really challenged with moving their pipeline forward. So mm -hmm. they're stuck. They have a flat lined revenue. Mm -hmm. um, they're not seeing the growth they anticipate. That's mm -hmm. when I love to come in, really understand what the strategy is behind that, you know, that needs to move the needle but then working it, right? Really getting into the operational part to make it happen. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I learned and really appreciate the time with you and love hearing about your perspective on sales and marketing and then backing it all the way up to your journey. Yeah. And then we can kind of see the, the logic of it all and, and why you're passionate about what you're passionate about. So thank you so much, Deborah. Nice no, thank you. With you. Yeah, thank you, Deborah. Thank you. Bye. Be sure to subscribe in all your favorite podcast apps. Just look for Success Beneath the Surface. Chief Outsiders, part-time growth executives with full-time results. <laughs>